Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to the Internet Marketing Unleashed podcast. I'm your host, Scott Patton, the Dean of Blogonomics and Pedology, and I'm excited to have uh, my regular guest, Michael Rotkin, the SEO champion, on with me. Hey, Michael, how are you doing today? Hi. Hey, Scott. Doing well. Doing doing great. Glad to be on your show. Your show is wonderful. We've got to talk about a lot of great stuff today. Yeah, and one of the big changes that's been occurring, I've noticed that uh, when I go and do a search on Google, all of a sudden I don't even have to hit the search button and I'm getting results. Yes, yeah, yeah, instant results for with their new uh, method I call a trick. Their <laughs> trick. So it's like instant search results, and uh, uh, what's going on with that? Well, you know, um, I read, uh, um, my manager sent me, um, I've been hearing about this for about three months, and I read, uh, my manager sent me uh, Jonathan Ledger's, uh, who's a pretty good, he's a very famous guy as far as knowing what he's talking about uh, in SEO. He wrote kind of, um, you know, because people have been talking about that SEO's dead, you know, and this and that, and they're always saying this type of stuff. But what what Google Instant is, is um, from what I understand, and I have not searched in it too, too much, because, you know, I usually like to let things happen and then kind of look how it falls instead of kind of everybody gossiping about it. But what what it pretty much does is, let's say um, you type in the word, as everybody's been using this example, the word life. Um, so then it's going to bring up, you know, life insurance, uh, you know, and certain other types of uh, companies. So it'll show you some local results. Then it'll show you the top life insurance companies in your area. Now, here's the thing, though, is um, is 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 what they're trying to do is they're trying to just uh, go back to when people used to first start the internet and they typed in the one word. Now, when I'm looking at this, is I'm looking at it from the money side. The money side tells me since I do pay per click and I manage very high um, high end pay per click campaigns and even higher before with LowerMyBills.com, they spent $5 million a month, you know, back in the day. Wow. So the thing, yeah, the, and so we could chat about that. So the thing is, how that relates to this is the word mortgage is probably about 7 to $10 a click. So that's what Google, that's why I believe uh, some of their motivation is, is because people are actually getting away from typing one word into the search engine, obviously. Right. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so 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 a I believe it's money motivated. Um, B I believe that um, they are making it a little easier as far as local search. And uh, you know, and then Scott, you know, the the thing is, there people are saying, ah, SEO's dead. Jonathan Ledger said he doesn't believe so. Um, I don't believe so either, and I can explain why. You know. Cool. So um, why isn't SEO dead? Well, here's the thing: is like uh, Google. Google is still um, Google is still looking at websites uh, based on reputability, and um, and I've always mentioned reputability to Google within the formula is based on what websites are linking to your website. So if you have a lot of very good, reliable websites, so let's say you send out a press release uh, through Business Wire, which I use a lot, and I encourage my clients to, you get a hundred to like two hundred links because you, you're in you're in their press. Well, those websites are extremely reputable because, let's say, one of them is businessweek.com or Wall Street Journal, you know, and you get a yep. link from them. 
Well, then Google knows that if your website is on there, is on like Wall Street Journal's website, and they have a link that those people actually took time to put your website in, considered your website, and reviewed your website, and your website is not spam. So that is still very important. So why I believe SEO is not dead and it never will be dead unless Google pretty much fills up their entire search engine with clicks. That's the only way it'll die, and then pretty much Google will probably just flop over like a fish. You know, I mean, that's really what would happen. So the thing is, is when people type in, uh, we were just talking about this. Let's say somebody's looking for a good copywriter firm or good copywriter agency. You're a copywriter agency, Scott, right? Yes. You know, so if they type in Canada, you know, Canadian uh, or, well, you know, we would say probably Canadian in the United States, but I'm in Africa, so I don't know what they would say here <laughs> But for right now. But, <laughs> but let's say um, Canada, uh, copywriter, Canada Copywriting Agency, you know, literally that's going to bring up, um, you know, that's going to bring up probably some sort of local results because they'll probably catch the word Canada. But if you just type in the word Canada, I'm wondering what are they going to bring up? They're probably going to look for the second word. Now, here's one thing I know Google does. They keep track of your search habits, and, and their system is very smart. So they know when you look locally and then when you click. That's another thing. Google knows, like, if you type in, um, you know, let's say word, uh, uh, you know, you got you got Toronto. Then you type in Toronto life. So then they know, like, you know, if if the next word that you usually type in is insurance or something else. So they're going to probably bring up even half of your results, like five insurance companies and then five other life. I don't know what else would come up under life, you know, magazine or something like that. So they know your search apps. But here's the thing, though. Let's just say you're typing in the word best copyright agency or best copywriting firm, um, you know, the best copywriting, it'll probably still bring up the results, but you could still type in three words, and you're still going to see those top results that are there. So SEO is not dead, I believe, because they're still going to need the most reliable websites up at the top when it's not local. And then even when it's local, like if you type in Las Vegas SEO firm, I'm number one right now. And, um, you know, in Las Vegas SEO agency, I'm number one. So that's the thing. And the person behind me is advisors.com, and they're a top uh, SEO firm in Las Vegas. So I'm number one all, out of all of Las Vegas. So why would this instant change things and they don't list me or advisors number one or number two? That makes no sense. So that's why SEO is not dead. Um, and what it is is here's the thing. Everybody, I'll say this over, I've said this over and over to clients. Because when clients call me, they say, hey, they go, Scott, they say, Mike, uh, hey, we want to be at the top of Google. I say, hey, buddy, what happened to being at the top of Yahoo and Bing? Yahoo and Bing almost have as much traffic as Google. Facebook has more traffic than Google, and Facebook's coming out with their own search engine. So I'm trying to get clients in the mind that, hey, Google is not the world. Google is one of three search engines that are major search engines. Um, and when Facebook comes out with their own search engine, which is pretty soon, they're going to be the top search engine in the world, Facebook. So yeah, the thing is, sure. yeah, so, you know, so what do you think? I mean, you know, I know you have some thoughts on that, that, you know, everybody just Google, Google, Google. But, uh, you know, I know in the United States, Yahoo and Bing, Bing's owned by Microsoft. And here's another thing. Bing is in every single laptop that's sold by Dell, HP, uh, Toshiba. Uh, all compact. Every laptop comes with a uh, used to be Microsoft Live search engine, but now it's Bing, and it comes with a, with its own toolbar. That's grandfathered in. So that's another big thing. Yeah, that's for sure. And 
It's just interesting. Yeah, and I think you're really making a good point in that there's lots of different ways to get traffic. And uh, Bing and Yahoo are, are good sources of traffic. In fact, some people say Bing brings more buyers than, uh, than Google. So uh, it's not just eyeballs. Uh, it's who, who the eyeballs belong to as well, right? If you're just doing research yes. uh, and you've, if people that are coming to your site are just doing research and they're not coming to buy, that's a bit of an issue as well. So uh, good thing to keep, keep in mind. And uh, <laughs> on a somewhat different, uh, a different note, I've, I'm keeping a, an eye on what's happening with iPads, iPhones, iPods, all those sort of good things. And there's uh, the latest version of iPod is coming, is either out right now or coming out very, very soon. But uh, one of the problems I've always had, and I'm, I'm not sure what you think about this, Mike, but I thought the, the biggest problem is, is, you know, what if you're looking at something, whether it's a picture or uh, an email or maybe even a book, and you just want to print it out, and if it's on your iPad or your iPhone, you can't do it, as far as I was aware. Well, uh, Apple just announced that it's releasing a beta version of AirPrint, and it's wireless printing for iPads, iPhones, and iPods. So basically what that means is this, uh, this program will find printers on your local networks, and if you want to print out text, pictures, graphics, it'll do it wirelessly over Wi-Fi. So you, and you don't need to install drivers or download software if you've got the ePrint-enabled printers. So I'm just thinking that they've just looked after another major... Um, problem because you can you imagine going to a meeting with your iPad and and there's five people and you want to share something and rather than you know all crouched over and trying to look at this thing you just go just a sec I'm going to print this document off print it off and and uh, everybody gets it wow <laughs> pretty cool eh yeah that that is really cool you know Scott I didn't even know too much about that I don't really follow the uh um, now you know I had an I had an iPhone and I've been hearing a lot about Google Android but um, wow I'm pretty I'm learning a lot from what you're mentioning I, I know I know quite a bit about the mobile advertising uh, world Google bought um, AdMob which uh, I've been right. a, a member of for like four years but um, but yeah that's just amazing you know it's just great because you know seeing we're in the you know in the United States and Canada and yeah, we're actually probably even further advanced than Europe but it's just amazing that. You know, I laugh because I'm in Africa right now, just on vacation, and um, you know they just got the BlackBerry, you know, and you know, and I'm looking and I'm just like, wow, you know, like uh, Canadians and Americans and some of you, sometimes even Europeans, get tired of their devices every three months, you know, which is hilarious because I've seen some some phones around here in Africa that literally came out in Canada and the United States about eight years ago. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. Huh. Very, very cool. Um, yeah. So, and you were talking about uh, Facebook coming out with its search engine, and it looks like uh, Bing is going to get access to uh, some Facebook data. Uh, Microsoft and Facebook are reportedly talking about expanding their search partnership. So currently, Bing supplies web results for Facebook's own search feature. And uh, huh. so that... Basically, it's uh, not closed, and it, well, they don't know if they're going to actually uh, have this happen or not. But they're uh, 
they're really looking at, uh, at doing this type of a partnership. So the, they would never offer up any Facebook information or data that's not publicly available. But, uh, you know, it just all of a sudden you've got, uh, uh, you know, if Bing is able to get this information, it's something that Google will probably never be able to get. Or, or maybe they could, but they, I mean, they'd have to go through quite a, a, an intense conversation with Facebook, I would think, because, um, you know, Facebook goes to bed with Microsoft, you know, Microsoft's going to want to make it so mm. that that's a kind of exclusive, I would think. This is all speculation right now, but, uh, you, know, if face, you know, and then what is Facebook going to do with the data itself? And I've often said, you know, advertising on Facebook is a great way to, if you know the demographics, right? If you're, if you want to sell something to, you know, new moms, you know, moms with babies who are 30 to 35 living in Seattle, you know, Facebook's, a, you know, <laughs> you you'll be putting ads on those people's and those people's only pages, right? And uh, so. Wow. That's you know that's tremendous. Um, I did hear something about uh, Microsoft. You know Microsoft needed to do something because they were going to be pushed out of the game. I mean they're they're great with their their being and they're doing a lot of advertisement for being uh, in the United States for sure. You know for the search engines. Um, but you know what I think? I, I don't think Facebook's a big fan of Google and Microsoft now since they've captured Yahoo and since you mentioned that Microsoft is rumored and is also out there to be in bed with Facebook as far as just advertising. I think it's great, you know, because, um, you know, I love Google, but Google, um, you know, Google needs to not just be the only player in the game. Uh, right now, Yahoo just came out with their own Yahoo Maps. That's another thing I like to talk about is stuff that people don't even talk about, is people can do free Yahoo Maps. Just type in Yahoo Maps in yahoo.com and you can make your own free map because Google I think I don't know if they're charging now but you used to be able to just run amok like one time I did like 50 maps in one day but now they're doing it to where you have to have you know for local maps like you can even create like Scott you can create like you know Canada um, copyright agency and take over those keywords now now within once you do the maps here's the thing they call them categories now if they let you fill in the category the category is supposed to be the keywords. They don't say the category is the keyword. You have to select the main category, like especially on Google, you can do that. You got to just select one main category, and then you can actually fill in the next categories. And a category is technically supposed to be the keyword. Oh. So that's just a bit. Yeah, they don't. No one says that. Like, and that's it's a pretty big thing there. And um, it's it's really it's really cool. Google lets you do that now. Bing has the maps too as well, and so yeah, going off you know not to jump in there. I just sometimes I say things that are really cool that people should know that um, you know that are free to try to help people that don't have a budget out there. That's what I'm always trying to do is when I'm offline is trying to help people without a budget um, because I I once did have a budget myself. You know, and I know how it feels because just, you know, the thing is, you know, like after going to all these uh, SES search engine strategies and all these communities, you know, Scott, I've seen that this Internet world, Google and um, Yahoo and Bing and not even Facebook, but just those three and then the people that are really controlling like search engine journal and search engine strategies and, and all those major publications, those guys are all friends with each other, you know. 
And they all exchange links, you know, stumble upon, all that stuff. They all exchange links, and what they do is they bump up people and they give links to people that are friends with them to try to help their websites out. So that kind of sucks, and that's unfortunate because now I think Google has monitored that. I've been keeping an eye on this type of stuff, and that's why I go to search engine strategies to see if there's anything fishy because I'm all about fairness and fair game, you know, and uh, – you know, a long time ago, I chatted about how, you know, somebody falsely wrote something that I was at a certain party of a Microsoft party at Search Engine Strategies, and, and then that was a joke. You know, this guy, Greg Bozer, started this whole thing, you know, a long time ago, and these people, you know, and he's one of these little bunch of guys. But the good thing is, I think with this Google Instant is Google is now starting to, like, you know, uh, you know allow people to you know, pretty much do their own work instead of, you know, instead of really favoring major websites and then those websites are favoring all these other websites because uh, the Internet's always been, and I was shocked when I seen this, a very small group of people. And now we have all these bloggers and the social networks. So what I'm very happy about is these social networks are bigger. I, I specifically know that these small groups of people, too, have tried to create their social networks and, um, and you know, like some of them are trying to do YouTube videos. There was one, one guy, he saw I was doing um, a lot of videos on SEO on my blog. And then him, uh, him and his buddies, you know, which they own, you know, they own some of those, you know, search engine journal type sites, you know, and they're friends of those people. And what they did is they created, like, some sort of SEO videos, like, to mock the YouTube because I was putting YouTube videos, and they saw how successful I was doing, but I wasn't even doing that successful. I was just putting out information. But that's what these – so I think they've given it up. A lot of these people are speakers, and I want to chat about that. I know that's like a whole other session, um, but I wanted to chat about mm – -hmm. Yeah, I was going to say, that, yeah, that's very, very interesting, and we're uh... – we don't have a lot of time left in this particular show. We'll have to talk about that more maybe next time. But you had mentioned, uh, um, you know, Bing and Yahoo kind of being ignored compared to Google. And uh, also Google has been kind of concerned about Facebook. And we've been going around that. And uh, I just noticed that uh, um, when it comes to time spent on a site... Facebook in August last month uh, surpassed Google's sites for amount of time. So people spend more time on Facebook than they spent on Google sites. And what's interesting is, hmm. is that the other company that's, that is uh, on this particular chart I'm looking at are the Yahoo sites. And c consistently for the last three years, the Yahoo sites have been around 40 to 45 million minutes. Mm. I'm not sure how many minutes that is, whether that's a month or a, a day or what. And uh, the Google sites have just gotten to 40 million minutes. And Facebook has just exceeded 40 million minutes. So, uh, when you know, it's really interesting. Cause I, and I know this to be true. Like, cause when I go to Yahoo, I'll spend 10 or 15 minutes on Yahoo, right? I'll look at some news thing. I'll look at this. I'll look at that. When I go to Google... I search, I'm gone. I'm search, I gone. Right. So, you know, from there's different uh, ways of looking at, you know, and really when you talk about Yahoo, Bing, Google, Facebook, you know, it's bragging rights, right? I mean, if uh, you can get 
well-known on Facebook, and if you can get to the top of Google, Bing, or Yahoo, I mean, that's a lot of traffic that you're going to get, regardless of whether you're on all of them or one of them or whatever. But I just thought it was very interesting how uh, the time people spend on Facebook now exceeds the time they spend on all the Google sites, whether it's Google Reader, Google Documents, Google Maps, Google News, Google this, Google that. Facebook is more. So I could see, you know, if I was Facebook, I'd be going and saying, okay, how can we just add a little search uh, functionality? Because we do have already have ads going down one side, but a little search functionality so I can, people could just search for whatever they want within Facebook. And I think that this is reflecting one of the trends that I'm seeing, which is the Internet before was kind of this wide-open... A frontier, right? A little bit wild. eBay did a great job of talking about how it's very scary and very dangerous out on the internet, but you go into eBay and we're going to be safe and everything's going to be fine. You don't have to worry, right? They kind of had this mentality of a, you know, being in a safe bunker. Facebook is kind of the same way. You know, you join Facebook and uh, you get your friends. You can unfriend them if you want. You can, you know, if people can see you or not see you. And you can chat with your buddies and all these things, all these activities that occur inside it. That uh, and 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 the same with Apple, right? When you look at an iPad or an iPhone and whatever, all you're doing all this stuff within this kind of safe community where all the, you know, riff raff or bad guys are kind of out there. But we're all in here, like we're all Facebook people, or we're all eBay, you know. Members, or we're all uh, iPhone users, right? And uh, the only people we can communicate with are other Facebook members, or other eBay members, or you know, other people that have uh, iPhone stuff, right? I mean, like iPhone has the uh, face-to-face now, where I can call you on your iPhone, and I can, you can see me on the camera, and I can see you, and we can talk face-to-face. Well, it doesn't work with Nokia or RIM, right? So now at this point in time, it probably will at one point. So one of the things that I think we're seeing is safe communities being created, which creates lots of convenient opportunities for convenience. And I think that's one of the things that really, uh, you know, Google is kind of outside of that in every every uh, possibility possible way, right? Nobody has to join Facebook to, uh, or I mean, Google to to do anything. They just go to go there. So I think they're very, very concerned about what could be happening with with uh, Yahoo in the future and also with Facebook. And it just blew my mind that Google and Facebook are catching up to Yahoo when it comes to time spent on sites, right? It's not like Yahoo's, you know, growing with them. Yahoo's been there for three or four years and uh, almost got up to 50 thousand million minutes that's a lot of of minutes that's that's a lot (laughs) that's that's a tremendous lot of minutes and you know it's really cool you know why people uh i'm i'm actually i'm on facebook too and um i i uh i don't have i have a company page but i more so kind of keep it to like a personal thing and i'll do the company page later but People love Facebook because you can trust who's friends with you, and you can yeah. also adjust those settings, you know, to where you, you, you don't have to allow friends of friends 
to see what you post. So, and that that's a big thing. And plus, I mean, just the amount of bandwidth and everything that, like, you know, I post all my pictures of everywhere I'm going when I'm going to travel to Europe in two weeks, you know, to Italy, France, and this and that. You know, I'm going to post that. Plus, I post the Internet Marketing Show on there. And plus, people are using it to get links because when you post on uh, Facebook on the news feed, you get links too. So, yeah, it's just it's huge, and I think it's here to stay. I would say here's another thing. Like, my, you know, like MySpace, um, Twitter's kind of dying out a little bit, but MySpace is, like, almost dead. I mean, MySpace was literally, I used that for dating a long time ago to meet friends and stuff, you know, and people are just using you know, so what's crazy is there's actually going to probably be, see, Facebook's probably, you know what I think is going to happen, Scott? I think once Facebook goes in search engine mode, they're kind of going to almost give up their, um, you know, their run for the money. I mean, they're, they're always going to be big. They'll always be Facebook, but there's always going to be something new, I think. Yeah, yep. absolutely. And maybe that's what Microsoft's going to help them with. Mm-hmm. I think so, too. I think so, too. Cool. So that kind of brings us to the end of uh, today's show. Uh, Mike, if somebody wanted to know more about uh, search engine optimizing or maybe getting some links or some of the things that that you do, how could they find out uh, more? Uh, yeah, just um, there's a lot of information. I personally wrote everything myself. Just go to uh, seochampion.com. That's seochampion.com. Um, or, you know, yeah, type in my name, Michael Rodkin, space SEO in Google. But SEOchampion.com, and I personally wrote everything on there. I talk about everything from A to Z, and then um, you'll see the backlinks tab at the top, which is very important because that's the, the most of the algorithm. And that kind of talks about exactly how the process goes. And um, if someone has no budget, they can just read what I wrote and, um, do the work, you know, and if you have any questions, I'll be more than happy to answer any questions of a true blogger for free. I've always been like that. So, yeah, that's pretty much where to find the best information on, on each page, too, as well. There's actually some iPhone development information, too, as well. I just uh, expanded the site. I actually just remodeled SEO Champion like about a month ago. So, um, And I do want to mention, Scott, just for next week, um, I wanted to tell you, and I'd like to tell live on air, is we should um, – I'd like to talk about how to make money on Facebook. Um, I'd like to tell everybody how people are making. Um, when I was the director of XY7.com, uh, while I still ran SEOchampion.com, XY7.com oversaw a billion ad impressions or more on different websites. We used to cut checks several hundred thousand dollars. So I know how people make money on Facebook and how they buy ads and target people and where they get the deals from, like PepperJamNetwork.com. So I'd like to kind of actually, you know, if it's okay with you, chat about how to make money on affiliate marketing because I've uh, been doing that for a while. I don't really focus on that. I focus on SEO, but I do that kind of maybe when maybe the budgets are running low, <laughs> you know. Cool. Well, well, I made a note of that, and we'll definitely talk about that next week for sure. Um, I also want to let everybody know this is uh, the next few weeks or the fall of 2010 are going to be very exciting ones for me. I'm going to be teaching a blogging course at the Learning Annex in New York on the 21st of September. If you go to the Learning Annex and do a search on blogging, you'll see the class, learningannex.com. Uh, and it would be great if you're in the New York area and want to join me. It's I think it's like $45 or something, so it's cheap. And... Um, and then I'm going to be at JV Alert Live 
in Denver uh, the following weekend. So if you're in Denver or want to head over to Denver, uh, send send me an email. I'll send uh, Scott at uh, extremecoffee.com. Will be a good one. It'll get to me, and uh, I'll uh, send you the information on how you can get. Uh, Get the early bird special for JV Alert Live in Denver, which is I think the 17th, 18th, and 19th of September. And then the following week, uh, on the sorry, I think I got that wrong. It's the 24th, 25th, 26th in uh, in Denver. And then the 3rd of October, I'm going to be back in New York speaking at the Learning Annex, probably speak in front of about 600 people about blogging and podcasting. So again, if you go to the Learning Annex, do a search on my name, I'm pretty sure it'll come up. But if you're, uh, So if you're in New York, uh, you've got a couple opportunities to see me. And then in mid-October, I'm, I'm going to be speaking at a, one of my favorite, absolutely, totally favorite events, which is Quantum Wealth Mastery which is the 15th, 16th, 17th, and 18th of October in Vancouver. And after that, on the 23rd and 24th, I'm going to be having my own podcast boot camp, which you can find out more about at www.thepodcastbootcamp. So lots of reasons to come to Vancouver. And the phone is ringing off the hook, people wanting to come to see some of these events and see me. So <laughs> with that, we're going to have to uh, sign off. Mike, any last words before you... Uh, before you head back into the African wilderness? <laughs> um, I'm just going to be safe out there. I've actually been practicing running, out, out running a lion. But, uh, oh, good. Nah, just, yeah, just, just any, any, any last words is, um, you know what? Everybody can just build their own links themselves. Um, you know, go, go, here, here's a good tactic. I'll leave this as an end quote. Uh, is just go to google.com, type in, um, the word of your industry. Let's say you're, um, let's say you're an electrician. Type in uh, electrician uh, help blogs, and then go ahead and um, start leaving comments on blogs that are related to electricians, and go ahead and leave your website there. And also, let's say you have a website that you s or you talk about uh, stocks. Uh, go into Google News, type in the word stocks, and then read articles, and then write comments. And, you know, doing even 10 free uh, links a day or 15, it's a pain in the butt, but um, that's going to just help drastically the keywords that you're looking for. So, you know, that's about cool. it pretty much. Awesome. Well, thanks for joining us, Mike. I appreciate you taking time out of your busy day and getting out of the African sun for uh, half an hour to share some really interesting information with uh, myself and everybody that's listening. And uh, I appreciate uh, everybody who is listening for joining us. We couldn't do it without you. So see you all every next time, everybody. Bye-bye.